Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning all. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day, a new week ahead. We thank you for this time that we are alive. We thank you for every organ that is functioning perfectly in the body that you have designed for us out of your wisdom that is way above all human understanding. We don't fully understand how it functions. And yet, Lord, we are alive and we are well. And we come to give you glory for it. We come to give you thanks. We come to give you praise for all the blessings that you have poured upon our lives, Lord, that we live in peace, that we are safe, that we are healthy, that we are well, that there is food on our table, that there is a roof over our head, that we are protected against external climate and weather extremities. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. We thank you that you have blessed us with this opportunity to commune with you, to be with you. You give us all these privileges and yet it's going we take most nice of it today. for granted. We take it all for granted, Father. For all those times that we have worn our crowns on our head, that we have stood out of our pride, we ask for forgiveness. For all the times that we thought we have done it all on our own, that we have ignored your wisdom, we have ignored your hand, we have ignored your grace that you make available, we ask for forgiveness, Lord. And we come back to you in surrender. Repenting for our mistakes, repenting for our vulnerabilities, repenting for all the foolishness where we have let ourselves be beguiled by the ways of the flesh, the ways of the devil, the prince of the power of the air. We ask forgiveness, Father. We come back to you in the house. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every time we commune with you. We share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer today. Answered prayer. And we share it also, Lord, with all those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith, to stand in that gap. Remembering all of them, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the name of our father, the ancient of days, the rabbi of all ages, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. As your word in Romans 16 verse 20 says. And you have confirmed that as your prophecy from Genesis 3.15 where you said the seed of the woman shall crush the head of the serpent. You are the God of hope, the God of peace, the God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire. You are the father of lights. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus, the one who came that we might have redemption and salvation, that we might have freedom from bondage, the one who came that we might no longer live in darkness, but we might see light. 
that we might gravitate towards that light. And when we confess His name and our faith in it, then we experience deliverance and freedom. We shall not end up in shame. We pray in the name of the rider of the white horse, the one who leads us in the day of battle, the one who was, who is and who is to come, and the one who holds the key of David, so that what he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. And he says, I have given you the keys to the kingdom. We thank you, Lord. You, Lord, are a shield for us. My glory, the lifter up of my head, as your word in Psalm 3 says. The Lion of Judah are you. The defender of your people. We thank you, Lord. You are the Prince of Peace. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of the Living God, the Spirit of Truth and Life and Light, the Spirit of Liberty and Freedom. As 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, where He is, there is freedom. He is the Lord in the midst of His people who is mighty and He does only wondrous things. He is the seal of the age to come. Given to us to be our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our teacher. The one who convicts but is never willing to condemn, to lift us up, never willing to pin us down. The one who heals our backsliding. And he is the one who has made his tabernacle within our body. That he might give life to us in the spirit. So that when we are quickened and we are made alive. Then we can speak his words that are spirit and our life. And when we release our faith, they must produce manifestation. Because he moves at that spoken word. He hovers over and broods over everything that is void and formless that is spoken over. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and with the gift of prayer where we can legally authorize you to step into our circumstances, where we can speak with authority over things, over situations, over people, over lives, over wickedness, over iniquity. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the power in our words. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical provision and every spiritual gift in the heavenlies, that we shall not be found lacking anything when you are our shepherd. And through prayer, we are able to filter discernment into every circumstance, picking up the events in the spirit that you show us, separating them from any form of wicked things that we see in the spirit as well. And then we are able to call those into our lives. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done in this earth in our life as it is in heaven. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, <clears throat> I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. 
we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty and it shall not tarry, as your word in Ezekiel 12.28 says, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life in every situation that we speak into. Thank you, Jesus. And today we reflect on an important question in our life and I want to start by asking that very question. Are you making a permanent decision based on a temporary situation? I'd like to touch on all those circumstances that all of us go through at some point in our life. And many times we do undergo them multiple times. We will go through them multiple times. Where when faced with adverse situations, we don't know what to do. Or when we don't like or what we see or hear or feel, we tend to react. And the most common outcomes are we tend to get angry, we tend to get irritated and we react out of that heightened state of emotion. Or we don't forgive a person. Sometimes we curse someone and in many instances that someone might just be ourselves or a close family member. We may call them names, say that they are good for nothing, curse them, maybe even cast them away. And sometimes we make decisions about futures out of that state of emotion. At times you might even say, I don't want to see you again. Let's look at it a little more closely. Something in your atmosphere has changed. And whatever suggestions came to you at the time, manipulated your thoughts, when you stopped looking at what your faith says, what the word of God says, and you started believing those suggestions. An altered state of mind where we are operating from the flesh, not from the truth. And the flesh is subject to emotion. And so the question that then arises there is, are you letting or permitting your circumstances, other people's opinions and those emotions to change situations around you. 
are you letting those dictate what your predestined destiny should be? Many times when we disagree as young people, when we disagree with parents on the future course of our life and then out of anger, we go and take a path which a few years later we end up regretting. Choosing the wrong life partner, choosing the wrong career, taking up the wrong job. Sometimes out of retaliation and rebellion, we end up choosing the wrong friends. Are we making choices based on those circumstances? Are you letting those suggestions that come to you at those times, which are mostly evil, are you letting them override what God has said about you? Will you let them dictate how you should feel and how you should treat people that are close to you, knowing that they care for you? Knowing that out of their love, it is still your well-being that is at the best interest in their heart. You probably even heard people say, I'm good for nothing. Or I'm a failure. Many of us have said this about ourselves as well. That is based on a temporary inability in a given situation which will pass and will change. But are we basing and pronouncing judgment on our lives based on that once-off inability? If it takes them longer to get a job and so can't provide for their family, or they keep falling into the same sin again and again. Now when you take these two, I'm using both physical examples and spiritual examples too. And then you say, I'm no good. What about a situation in church where someone said something to you? Whether it was about you or whether it was about someone else. And you were angered or you didn't like it. And you decide, I will not go to this church anymore. And that may have happened in many instances. We might see many examples around us of that kind where they heard something from someone else about a third person or maybe even about the preacher or the pastor and decided no longer to be part of that church. The question is, are you letting yourself fall into that deception? And if it is, about a certain person, then the question is, are you angry with that person or are you angry with God? Are you going to listen to their suggestion and change your relationship with God for it? Just on the basis of what he or she expressed as their opinion. Are you going to alter a relationship that is permanent? on the basis of an opinion of someone who doesn't even figure in that relationship. And then are you going to say, I'm no longer going to church? Why? Because I don't like that person whom I don't even know that well. Most of these circumstances 
are temporary. They can and do get resolved. Situations change. But will you let them decide for you? Will you let something that is intrinsic to your destiny be decided by something that is external? Think again. Every time you feel like pronouncing judgment or others or making a negative decision out of that heightened emotion, the first thing to do is stop, take time to breathe. If you do not have good things to say, keep quiet or remove yourself from that situation temporarily. And Brother Savio did a reflection on this as well. Proverbs 29 verse 11 says, A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but the wise man holds it back. Do not make decisions in a heightened state of emotion. Emotions are temporary. Circumstances are temporary. Your decisions could be permanent and they affect the course of your destiny ahead. Are we self-aborting our own destiny? Our decisions must be based on what is permanent. And that is the wisdom of God that we receive from His Word, the eternal truth. We must take time to calm down, to pray before we make any call that could alter the course of our lives, even if it's the smallest way. Before we make any mistake that could have us end up in sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment through our prayer, for patience through trying circumstances, for a control over our emotions and over the flesh. Over all spirits of wickedness that seek to make those suggestions, Lord, I ask for that ability to resist, to stand strong, that we do not succumb to the suggestions of wickedness and make decisions, make decisions based on circumstances. I ask for that edification in our discernment, Lord. And that filter of discernment can only be activated through prayer. So I ask for that grace of prayer to be received by each one that desires it today, Lord. Let there be a transformation in our hearts. And let our eyes be filled with that spirit of discernment. Our eyes and our ears, all our senses of reception in the spirit. So that we hold on to the wisdom that comes from you. We maintain restraint in every unfavorable circumstance. And we stand strong out of your grace, your wisdom that you make available to us. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. 
As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. Lord, you took all the stripes and wounds on your back. Your blood was spilled seven times before you went on to your final altar of sacrifice, your cross. So that by those stripes and wounds, we might receive healing through the atonement that you paid for our sake. We speak and declare that healing over all these that we now pray for. We pray also for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. And I speak healing over those relationships. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. There are members of our own family that have no connection with you whatsoever. We ask for a quickening in their spirits as well, Lord. That they might be drawn to you. That their eyes might be opened to your truth. That their hearts might hear your voice and heed to it. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer together in agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.
this morning as we were praying uh, the vision that I was shown was a person in a dark room and there was a little hole at the top of in the in the ceiling and that light was small but as it come down over the person it circled the whole person the scripture i've been given is from colossians 3 12 to 14 put on then as god's chosen ones holy and beloved compassion kindness lowliness meekness and patience forbearing one another and if one has a complaint against another forgiving each other as the lord has forgiven you so you all might also must forgive and over all these things put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus we have a scripture that has been shared in the chat this is from psalm 37 verses 3 and 4 quoted from the niv where it is written trust in the lord and do good Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. We also have a second scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Proverbs 18 verse 15 quoted from the NIV. Where it says, the heart of the discerning acquires knowledge. For the ears of the wise seek it out. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by this morning's encounter, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teaching sessions, please share links for Zoom and YouTube. 
with friends and family so they can attend live or you can point them to the recordings on youtube or on spotify you can also share the telegram prayer group link with them so that they can join us those that don't know where it is you can also find it on the about us section on our youtube page as well you'll find a link there to telegram you can click that link and join us as well and let the mercy and the grace the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead everyone thank, thank you russell god bless everyone Thank you, brother. God bless. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus.